Good morning, friends. Today is Wednesday, the 4th of March, 2020. It's the birthday of a dear friend of mine, and it's an ember day. And those are days when we pray for ministry, and I and other postulants write, um, postulants and aspirants, I should say, um, write a letter to our bishop um, that reflects on our spiritual journey. Our readings for today are Psalm 119, verses 49 through 72, Genesis 37, verses 25 through 36, and 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. We begin on page 76 of the Book of Common Prayer. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to God, for God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and repents of evil. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you, in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore them. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For our God is a great God and a great ruler above all gods. In God's hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are God's also. The sea is God's, for God made it, and God's hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before God our Maker. For this is our God. And we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to God's voice. God is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore them. Psalm 119, verses 49 through 72. 
Remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort and my distress, that your promise gives me life. The arrogant utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your ordinances from of old, I take comfort, O God. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked, those who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs wherever I make my home. I remember your name in the light, in the night, O God, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me, for I have kept your precepts. God is my portion. I promise to keep your words. I implore your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. When I think of your ways, I turn my feet to your decrees. I hurry and do not delay to keep your commandments. Though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I do not forget your law. At midnight I rise to praise you, because of your righteous ordinances. I am a companion of all who fear you, of those who keep your precepts. The earth, O God, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. You have dealt well with your servant, O God, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge. For I believe in your commandments. Before I was humbled, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Their hearts are fat and gross, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was humbled, so that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Genesis, chapter 37, verses 25 through 36. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the long robe with sleeves that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat. When looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, with their camels carrying gum, balm, and resin on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. For he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers agreed. When some Midianite traders passed by, they drew Joseph up, lifting him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not in the pit, he tore his clothes. He returned to his brothers and said, The boy is gone, and I, where can I turn? Then they took Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat, and dipped the robe in the blood. They had the long robe with sleeves taken to their father, and they said, This we have found. See now whether it is your son's robe or not. He recognized it and said, It is my son's robe. A wild animal has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt torn to pieces. 
Then Jacob tore his garments and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters sought to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, No, I shall go down to Sheol to my son, mourning. Thus his father bewailed him. Meanwhile, the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 10, the second song of Isaiah. Seek God while God wills to be found. Call upon God when they draw near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. Let them turn to God, and God will have compassion. And to our God, for they will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says God. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens, and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating. So is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature we do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age, who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, but God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within? So also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, that it, but, but the Spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. And we speak of these things in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual things to those who are spiritual. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. O oh, we believe in God, the One, the Father, Mother, Mild, 
the nurturer, the teacher kind, cradling their cosmic child. O we believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of pure love, who in our human hearts enshrined, sheds kindness from above. O we embrace the holy breath, the spirit, wind, and fire, who strengthens us with grace and power to follow love's desire. O we believe in God who's one, creative passion and redeeming love, and living well of kindliness. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold us now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose blessed Son was led by the Spirit to be tempted by Satan, come quickly to help us who are assaulted by many temptations. And as you know the weaknesses of each of us, let each one find you mighty to save. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Ruler, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your Holy Church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our Ruler and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Sorry, I'm a little out of order. I was thinking that the special prayers for ministry were prayers as opposed to collect, so I'm reading a collect after the prayer for mission. Please forgive me. Almighty God, the giver of all good gifts, in your divine providence you have appointed various orders in your church. Give your grace, we humbly pray, to all who are now called to any office and ministry for your people, and so fill them with the truth of your doctrine and clothe them with holiness of life, that they may faithfully serve before you, to the glory of your great name and for the benefit of your holy church, through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you led your holy apostles to ordain ministers in every place. 
Grant that your church, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, may choose suitable persons for the ministry of word and sacrament, and may uphold them in their work for the extension of your sovereignty. Through the one who is the shepherd and bishop of our souls, Jesus Christ, our, our ruler, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers, which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our ruler and Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray the prayer of a couple prayers of healing and protection from Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2, and then I've got to wrap it up and get to work. So I thank you very much, friends. Spirit of all healing, visit your child. Renew health within her and raise her up in joy according to your loving kindness, for which we give thanks and praise. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the, to the Creator. Grant, Jacob, and all your children, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. Dear God, protect us, encircle us with your light. Grow up a hedge of protection around us. We put on your full armor that we can stand strong against the schemes of the enemy. We put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shoes of the gospel. We take up the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit, and we will pray at all times in your might, gracious Jesus Christ. We claim the victory of Christ. We claim victory over fear. We root ourselves in love and faith, and we draw from the wellspring of your eternal life, your never-ending grace, and we accept your complete and total forgiveness. We will walk forward in holiness with you, dear God. Amen. Just a couple of quick thoughts on the readings. One is the similarities between Joseph's story and Jesus, the taking of the robes. Um, or the stripping of the robes, uh, being betrayed by a Judas, literally so named, for profit. And I think that this is a cautionary tale to all of us, but also a reassuring tale. So the cautionary part is out of jealousy, not recognizing 
the gifts of one in our presence. Um, in the case of Christ, the ultimate gift, the Savior. But then the comforting piece is that even when evil runs rampant through humankind, cracks open the chink, the opening that we have left for evil unintentionally, in this case, jealousy, and wreaks havoc upon our free wills or misusing our free wills, I guess would be the better way to say it. Even when terrible things are done by humans to other humans, God takes it and works it to God's good. And that's getting a little ahead of ourselves in the story of, of, um, of Joseph. But I think, I think you can go with me there. Um, at least I, I hope you can, (laughs) um, knowing the story perhaps a little bit. Um, although maybe, maybe I should stop and, and not get too far ahead of myself for after all, this is the season of Lent. So perhaps we should just be with Joseph and imagine how incredibly dismayed he must have been to be so mistreated by his brothers and then stripped from his family. You know, can you imagine being a favored son and, and comfortable and given good things and then cast into a pit and sold to slaves and this is not just the plight of Joseph this is the plight of so many around our world and our hearts should break and then we should move mountains to do what we can and what we can is several different things each according to our ability and our calling and our talents for example one would be to start or join groups that are ending or fighting the good fight to end human trafficking around the world. Um, Another, and this is right here next to home, these powers that be that we've been talking about over the last few days that disenfranchise, that keep the empowered empowered, that abuse and dehumanize others. Those systems aren't just someplace else in the world, um, as is same for human trafficking. It's not just someplace else in the world. It's right here. It's right here at home with us. It's right here. Unfortunately, it has crept into our families, even when if you're like myself and my son, you've done your best to keep it out. We still have unconscious bias. We still have the stereotypes and the I don't even have words for how insidious this belief system that some people are better than other people's by virtue of their color or their skin or their gender or the economic status that they were born into. And it must be torn down, friends. It must be torn down. And that is where we start. And we start both personally and communally, as also we've been talking about since I was so blessed to have my priest remind us in the sermon last Sunday. It is both personal and communal. And we must repent both personally and communally and do the hard work of reconciliation and reparation. Then in our New Testament reading, we read on about spiritual wisdom 
godly wisdom and how it differs from anything that we have known before. And I will stand by and expound on what I said last night, that it, godly wisdom enriches and doesn't just multiply, but expands all other kinds of knowledge. And this was my, the, the particular verse of my heart for quite a season. While no eye has seen nor ear heard what the human heart conceived, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love God. It was that reminder to me that God has more in store for me than I could even wish for myself, and I must let go of that which is desolating, even those things that I think I cannot bear to lose, that I cannot live without. I must open my hands and give them to God, because what God has for me and for them those things, whether they be people or institutions or experiences or life experiences, God has more in store for all of us. And so I lay it all upon God's altar. I give it, place it in God's careful hands. And I fully submit, I enter into cooperation with God. I know we're not real fond of the word submit. I choose complete cooperation with God. Co-creation of self and world with God. As part of this universal Christ project. And I ask God for the discernment and the wisdom and the power to do the things that you have called me to do to know the one right next step and to trust in you for the entire journey. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, all this I pray. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son then when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.